Okay, so when you think of Moshe Rabbeinu, what's the first thing that comes to mind? I think we're learning something very fascinating about the role of Moshe Rabbeinu in history and who he is and um, what his name is and what's beyond his name. When, we think, when I thought of Moshe Rabbeinu, I used to think just of his accomplishments. Like, he took us out of Egypt, he gave us the Torah. But why did he give us the Torah and why did he take us out of Egypt? So we're learning is that Moshe Rabbeinu, his name is about being drawn from the water. And the water means the, is a, the hidden worlds. His whole being is about revelation from, from the hidden worlds and bringing things out to this world. Of course he's the one who takes us out of Egypt. Of course he's the one who gives us the Torah, because that's what his role is. His role is about revelation from something other, from something hidden, and to making it manifest and tangible and revealed in this world. That's his role. What we added yesterday to the equation is that there's also, that's just Moshe's name. That's what his name is. Then there's Moshe Rabbeinu himself who's beyond his name. Parshas Truma has his name. Parshat Tzav does not. Moshe Rabbeinu, um, as, as expressed through his name, is about bringing something from the hidden world to this world, okay? But it's, in Parshas Truma, the word Truma is made up of the words Mem. It's about the revelation of, of, of into time and space, because Torah Mem means the Torah that was given in 40 days. It's about revelation, yes, but it's about a, a place that can receive the revelation, a place which is, which is um, open for revelation. It's about a place which is consistent with Torah. Parshas Tetzal does not have his name. Parshas Tetzal is not about um, bringing something from a higher world to a place that can, that can, that can hold it. Parshat Tzav is about the essence of Moshe Rabbeinu. The essence of Moshe Rabbeinu is connected with every single Jew, and Hashem tells him, unite all the Jewish people. Which Jews? All Jews. What about, what about Jews whose lives are not consistent with Torah? What about Jews who are against Torah? What about Jews who don't know about Torah? So Moshe Rabbeinu, as he is Moshe, he only doesn't connect with everyone, but Moshe Rabbeinu in his essence, how he is beyond the limitations, how he is in his very core, he uniquely is able to unite all the Jewish people to become one entity. It, it's no longer um, about bringing the light of Hashem to a place that's consistent with Torah. It's about uniting all the Jewish people, regardless if they accept Torah or they don't accept Torah. So you, in your very essence, you can unite the Jewish people to become one entity um, because they are one entity. Because of, because of how they are in their, in their pristine divine source, you can make that happen in this world. So that's why Parshat Tzav does not have his name, because it's not about a place which expresses Moshe Rabbeinu, meaning expresses his name. It's a place which is, um, it's not consistent with, with his name. On the contrary, his name is about revelation of in, in a place that's, that's manifest, that, in a place that's, that's open to this revelation place that's consistent with Torah. Bring the light of Hashem to the place that can hold it. Parshat Tzav is about uniting the Jewish people together, even though they're not consistent with Torah. And that's why it, it takes something deeper, because as I mentioned yesterday, the Hasidic flip, whatever is higher can reach a lower place. What really achieves Hashem's purpose in creation is when the light of Hashem is brought to a place which is not consistent with Him. So Parshat Tzav is, is linked with the essence of Hashem and the essence of Moshe Rabbeinu. 
And therefore, there, there, there is this unique achievement that all the Jewish people are united, even those who are not faithful to Torah. Um, let's continue on Ezein. Now we can understand why there's a letter, why the letter Vav is is in the very beginning of Parshas Tetzava. The letter Vav means a continuation. Vav means and. There was Parshas Tetzuma. Now this is like plus one. Let's continue what we said in Parshas Truma. Let's add something to it. On the surface, the word, the letter Vav, the word and, is um, a link to the initial commandment of Hashem to Moshe Rabbeinu at the very beginning of Parshas Truma. I'm talking to you. And Parshas Tzave, let's continue what, I'm, what I said to you before. But now we're saying it's not just a continuation, it's, it's a plus one, it's an addition. The revelation of the essence of Moshe, as alluded to by the word Va'ata, and you, not his name, but you and your very essence. There's something added to the sanctuary that Hashem desires in this world that's beyond the name of Moshe Rabbeinu. Both in where it comes from, in this home for Hashem, it, it's, it, we're talking about a home now in Parshat Tzavah, home for the very essence of Hashem. It's a higher kind of, uh, it, it's, it's housing something higher. The home for Hashem in Parshat Tzavah is housing something higher, it's housing the very essence of Hashem. And where is it being housed? In, as Hashem desires, in something lower, in the lowest possible thing, something that reaches in a, in a lower place. Um, it took a note 46, even though it looks a little, uh, a little scary. But let's try to do it. It looks, looks a little deep. Let's try. Let's continue on the word and the letter vav also highlights that the um, the additional um, element that's being brought to the table in which is the essence of Hashem not just the revelation of godliness, but the essence of godliness, this new addition is not um, something that negates the achievement of Parshish Truma. In other words, you might think like this. We brought into the world something from, let's say, the world of Atzilus in Parshish Truma. In Parshish Tzaveh, we now are negating all that we've achieved. We're now like an etch-a-sketch. We're erasing all that. And now we're bringing something new. We're bringing the essence of Hashem. The letter Vav means... And means it is not negating what was done before, but rather the essence of Hashem is permeating the entire spiritual cosmos. It's not that the world, whatever light of Hashem was, that was brought there before, is now being erased. On the contrary, although that light of Hashem is lower than the essence of Hashem, nevertheless, the purpose of creation is that the essence of Hashem 
should be revealed in the parameters of all the entire cosmos, spiritual cosmos. So the, what was brought to the world before in Parshas Truma is now still there. It's just the above, there's something added, the essence of Hashem is also being revealed in all of whatever was revealed before. In the, uh, uh, the Ganadin-like revelation that was there before, now there's the essence of Hashem is revealed in that as well. It's not, it's not negating it. Because the whole purpose of, of creation is that Hashem's essence should be revealed in the parameters of the world, in the parameters of, of the entire spiritual cosmos. So we can't negate any place in the spiritual cosmos. Um, as the Tzemach Tzedek writes, as he notes in the bottom in the star over there, that the Tzemach Tzedek says that Ve'ata means that there's a revelation of, the, of what is beyond the spiritual cosmos in the spiritual cosmos. So that's why the letter Vav is, is significant. It's adding something. It's not negating. Okay, back inside the um, uh, The Zohar says, the letter of truth is the letter of Vav. Why? The letter Vav is a line. It, it extends from the top to the bottom. So what's truth? Letter, the word for truth is also the beginning of the Aleph phase, the middle of the Aleph phase. Aleph is beginning, Mem is the middle, Mutaf is the end. Truth is something which is consistent in all places at all times. So the letter Vav is the letter of truth because it, it's, it's about something that is consistent in all levels. Baveda is thus the Inifas Ayyidis Megal, the Emes and Lufish Alayla, in our service of Hashem, the letter of Av means that a Jew reveals the truth of the, the Creator in creation, in all creations, in the lowest of creations, in, all, in, the, tough, in the toughest things, let's say it that way. Letter of tough, the end of the, letter, the Hebrew alphabet, and, let's say, and it does represent the toughest things, the lowest things. So, Emes means that a Jew reveals the truth of Hashem, the Aleph, the truth of Hashem, in the tough, in the toughest of things, in the things which are uh, hide Hashem the most, and in the Mem, and all the things in between. And this fits in very well in the context of what the letter Vav is doing in the beginning of Parshat Tzavah, how it adds, the letter Vav in Parshat Tzavah is saying one more, plus one of what was achieved in Parshat Tzavah, next column. The letter of Vav means that there's a revelation of Hashem's essence, the true creator, in the lowest of places. And it's not in a way that it destroys the world, but rather reveals the truth of Hashem, the true creator, in the world, in the, in the natural reality of the world. In all levels within the world, from the highest of levels to the lowest of levels. Then all of the levels of the entire spiritual cosmos, all of it becomes a home for Hashem. All of it becomes a sanctuary for Hashem. 
That's the letter Vav. That the truth of Hashem permeates and is brought down into creation. The essence of Hashem is revealed in creation. Okay. So that's what the letter Vav is adding. That the essence of Hashem is being revealed. And where is it being revealed? In every, in every single thing in creation. Here we now have the lesson and the message that we, that we need to take in our effort to make the world a home for Hashem and we get the power from, from Moshe Rabbeinu through, through Hashem's commandment to him in Parashat Tzum and decide what, what are we supposed to take out of this? Especially because every Jew has a Moshe in him. As the Talmud says, Hashem asked the Jewish people, I want you to fear me. And the, uh, the way the Torah phrases it is, what do I ask from you, my children? Only to fear me. It sounds like a little thing. I'm only asking you to do this, and it doesn't seem so easy. And the answer the Gemara gives is, it's easy for Moshe. And the Alter Rebbe says, well, how does that answer the question? The Torah is addressing every Jew. And the answer is, as Alter Rebbe, it is easy for every Jew because every Jew has a, um, a spark of Moshe in him. And just like Moshe Rabbeinu has these two levels. Moshe Rabbeinu has his name, which highlights how he's drawn from the water from the hidden worlds. And he has his essence as highlighted by the word Atta, you yourself. So just like Moshe has these two, uh, two elements, so to the Zev. So too is drawn down to every single Jew. Every Jew has the power to draw, be drawn from the water, which means to reveal your hidden strengths. Oh, next page. You have the power to reveal your hidden strength, your, your water. And you also have the power to reveal your very core. Which is one with the essence of Hashem. And a Jew is empowered to make a home for Hashem. As Hashem says, I want to dwell within them, within every Jew, then everything that a Jew does, you, there's a, you feel the You feel the connection with your essence. And through your essence, you feel connection with the essence of Hashem. And Hashem is so vivid to you, you can point to him and say, here he is, and here you are. So the Abish, Hashem is so connected to a Jew, a Jew feels this in everything that he does, and, he, and, and in a way that's vivid, he points to Hashem and says, here you are. What does this mean in simple language? In simple words, this means. The fundamental element of a Jew's life and the purpose of everything that a Jew does, everything that he, all of the service of Hashem of a Jew in making the world a home for Hashem, making a sanctuary for Hashem, whether it's a big thing or a small thing, whether it's a holy thing like learning Torah and doing mitzvahs or lahavdil, 
It's something which is mundane, like eating and drinking, etc. Whether it's in your house, or whether it's at your work, whether it's in the street, whatever it is, you have to make that into a mishkan, and a sanctuary for Hashem, a place where Hashem says, I want to rest, I will rest within them, in that place. And the way you have to do this is, in a way, the way we have to approach this is, in addition to the fact that we have a Moshe inside of us, and we have Moshe as he has a name, Moshe has he has a descriptive title, not Moshe's essence. Besides that, the letter Vav at the beginning of Parsha Tzavah tells us we have to add to that. We also have to reach a higher level, and instead of just the level of Moshe Rabbeinu, we have to reveal the essence of who we are, the, the, the Atta, so that all of our faculties, all of our strengths, all of our talents, all of our things, even our mundane things, are changed to something high, something else, to a higher thing. They're changed to Va'ata Tetzav. Whatever we do has to be changed to Va'ata Tetzav. That instead of feeling that this is something which is mundane, it has to be, you have to feel this is holy. That it's not like... I'm doing something mundane, which has a holy purpose. You have, you have to feel whatever you're doing, that this is this is holy. That this is connected with Hashem. Tetzav means connected. You have to feel that, that whatever you're doing, it's tetzav, this is holy and connected to Hashem. We'll pray to you, in more detail. How does a Jew make a home for Hashem? Torah says in the beginning of Parshas Truma, take 13 or 15 things, depending on how the halachic, um, the, the, our discussion among the commentaries, how to count the various things the Torah mentions. Take physical things in the world and which are like other physical things in the world, and make these physical things a home for Hashem. What that means in our service to Hashem is this. What that means in Hashem In general, Truma is associated with the Torah, which the Torah contains within it all the things we're supposed to do to serve Hashem. We know what we're supposed to do from the, word Torah, from the Torah. The Torah means instruction. Torah is called light. It's a, it's a luminous um, luminous thing that shows us the way how a Jew is supposed to conduct his daily life and make all of the things in his life, all the things he's involved in, a whole, something holy for Hashem. The first, thing, the first things the Torah mentions of the, these 13 things, silver, gold, and copper, uh, which are, um, they're, the, the most, the, they're the most valuable, and they include within them the other things, they correspond, the silver, gold, and copper corresponds to Torah, prayer, and kindness. And Torah, prayer, and kindness comprise all elements of serving Hashem. The three pillars that the world stands on, 
the three pillars that every small world stands on. Because these three pillars are fundamental to the tabernacle. Torah and making a world a home, these three pillars of Torah, prayer, and kindness are fundamental to making the world a home for Hashem. Torah highlights the first detail in the words, make for me a, home, a sanctuary. What's the, first, what's the first detail? The first detail is the ark. So Torah is the first detail that's mentioned in the Torah about making a home for Hashem, make an ark. So Torah is associated with the ark. Avoda, our service of Hashem, which is about prayer. Um, all of the prayers, the Jewish people, go through the gate, of he- gate to heaven. The gate to heaven is a, is a temple, the Holy of Holies. So making a sanctuary for Hashem, the purpose of making the sanctuary is a place to offer sacrifices, which is today, until Mashiach comes, our prayers take the place of the sacrifices. So that's how prayer is associated with the um, role of the sanctuary. And kindness, as we see in the next detail the Torah mentions, after it says the ark, it says make a table. The table in the temple where they put the showbread, um, that is the means through which Hashem sent His kindness to the world, uh, and to the Jewish people especially. Through that table, that was a channel to which Hashem sent kindness to the world. And besides that, um, in order to give anything to Hashem, you have to get stucca, that's kindness, that's giving, of, that's, 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 that's giving of what you have. So, as we'll see tomorrow, um, there's, in, in, in the giving to Hashem itself, there's different ways of giving to Hashem. There's gold, silver, and copper, which represent three different ways of giving to Hashem. But before we, do, we go to that tomorrow, I just want to recap something amazing we learned today. What the Rebbe is saying, I think, is that, uh, and, and I think, he says, I'm saying this in simple words, that whatever you're doing, and everybody's very specific, he goes into your house, he goes into your, the street, he goes into your work, that whatever you're doing, it has to be va'atet etzavah. No matter how mundane it seems that it is, it has to be the at the Sabbath that has to be connected to Hashem. It, and, and how is it connected to Hashem in a way that it's not like something mundane which has a holy purpose, but you feel, you feel Hashem to begin with. You feel this is connected to Hashem, this is about Hashem. This is not just, it's for, not just that it has some holy purpose, but you feel the Abish's presence in whatever you're doing. You feel this is where Hashem wants to rest, in this thing that I'm doing. And, um, and the way to achieve this, Ebba says, is is, is you have to not just invest your Moshe, not just invest your hidden strength, but also invest your very core. And you, your very essence is, has to be present in what, what you're doing. It was uh, one, one Fabrengen where the Rebbe spoke about the story of these Hasidim who had this, this uh, great Fabrengen together. And at the end of the Fabrengen, they walk through the streets of Russia and meet this KGB officer. And the KGB officer says, Who goes there? And all the Hasidim say, One Hasid says, They were talking about Bittel. His bittel is coming. Bittel goes. And the KGB officer is like, all right, all right, forget it. Let's, and they let them go. So um, they never spoke about this story many times, how, how, how the chassid was real. And that's why, that's why as Rebbe Hashab says, find the truth, everything is nullified. But in a similar way, the Rebbe said that we have to, when we walk around, we should feel that our yechid is walking around. Who is going? You could say your, your hands are going, your feet is going, your body is going, your soul is going. 
Whenever you go up to feel your yechid is going, your essence is going there. And that's what they're saying, to feel the Abish's presence, the connection to Hashem, whatever you're doing. So, I'm sorry, he actually said silver, gold, and copper, but he meant to say gold is Torah, silver is prayer, copper is kindness. Is it correct? We're, we're, yes, but we're also going to see tomorrow, Mitzvah kindness, how even within the third element of kindness, there's also silver, gold, and copper. Okay. Torah is gold and silver is prayer and copper is, is kindness, but we're going to see from tomorrow all three are connected to kindness. Okay. All connected today. Wait till tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>